On May 16th of this year, Campbell Newman's government deployed 250 police against 100 Indigenous people and their supporters in Musgrave Park in South Brisbane. The Brisbane blacks were fighting for their sovereign rights to be on their own land and to conduct sacred business, namely to have a sacred fire of their ancestors. In September of this year, industrial spies operating on behalf of a legal firm, Minta Ellison, conducted surveillance of workers trying to get an enterprise bargaining agreement with their employer, Abbey Group. A couple of weeks ago, two activists from the Socialist Alternative Group were arrested at QUT when they complained of undemocratic practices by the Liberal National Party government and that party in the QUT Student Union. This list of repressive, the Aboriginal Tent Embassy in Musgrove Park was set alight just prior to the 30th anniversary of the 1982 land rights marches where 400 people were arrested during the Commonwealth Games. It is important to understand the nature of this repression. Over 40 years ago, some friends and I wrote a book called Guilt by Association, a Manual for Political Defence. We signed the author as K.W. Vista, and the front leaf of that book said this, Joe Bielke-Peterson understands what guilt by association means. In late 1977, after he banned political street marches, he said, If you fly with the crows, you'll get shot with the crows. This book was printed out the back of these studios here at 4ZZZ on a press owned by Coronation Press. Sometime after, I asked the directors of Coronation Press if I could print another, one, another book on these premises. I'll never forget the answer they gave me. They said, Ian, after many years of struggle, we don't want to have this building bombed again. You see, it had been bombed by a far-right activist by the name of Gary Mangan, and that happened in 1972. The courts let the perpetrator off on the basis of a technicality. The technicality went like this. Gary Mangan threw 16 sticks of gelignite into this building where I'm sitting today. The bomb blast that ensued caused the floor on which I'm sitting to be raised several centimetres. There was a large crack in the wall behind me. There were people actually in the building at the time. Now, Gary Mangan, now deceased, was a member of a Nazi organisation. After the bombing that severely shook both the building and its owners, which were the Communist Party of Australia, Gary Mannion fled to New South Wales. Because of similar actions by him and others, he became a prime suspect, and Queensland Police sent out messages for his apprehension. New South Wales Police picked Gary Mannion up, and because they had no warrant for his extradition to Queensland, they placed a holding charge on him. Now, a holding charge is a very common tool used by police, that when they're after someone for a more serious offence, they charge them with a lesser offence. The best they could come up with was that he was a vagrant. Whilst on that charge, the New South Wales questioned Mannion about the bombing of these buildings that housed the Communist Party. It also housed the People's Bookshop and, of course, Coronation Press. Mannion confessed to the bombing, and he was returned to Brisbane where he stood trial. 
the charge, I think, was willful damage. There were members of the Communist Party in the building at the time of the bombing. Fortunately, no one was hurt. However, they had to wait outside the courtroom because there were witnesses in the trial. To their surprise, Mannion emerged a free man, acquitted of the crime he had committed. After this interview that was conducted by Stefan Armbruster with a person who was in the building when the bomb went off, Ted Reithmiller, I'll tell you how Mannion got off. I wish to thank SBS Radio and Stefan Armbruster for allowing me to use this interview.